the discipline, the dedication, I sort of like transferred it from being a sports person to being a sommelier. So the same training methods, the the same goals that I used to have different goals back then. I transferred all my goals, realigned them, and then now I just want to be a master sommelier and I want to win competitions as well, be the best in the world. Today I'm talking to Timbani Mpande, who is the winner of the best young sommelier in South Africa. Timbani, it's so lovely to meet you here on Zoom. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> and you're all the way in South Africa. Yes, yes, I am in South Africa. Yes. And so, um, Johannesburg. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, you're in Johannesburg. Are you were you born mm-hmm. there? No, no, so I was, I come from Zimbabwe in Bulawayo, yes. That's where I was born. Uh (laughs) And um, how long have you been in South Africa? Uh, I'd say four years now, yeah, for four years. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I I saw on LinkedIn um, and and also on Instagram, you were awarded Mm -hmm. as um, young um, sommelier. Um, yes, yes, that was, yes, I was, um, that was last year in September or November, I think, yeah. So yeah. it was a, it was a competition. So all the sommeliers in South Africa that work in the South African industry, they register and then they, we compete actually. So yeah, I won the competition. It was my first time competing in the in the competition and yeah amazing congratulations <laughs> oh, thank you thank you <laughs> so for you in the industry does that mean a lot um is it uh, important for you to do these competitions yes it is, it is actually it's super super important because being in the industry which means you work with wines every day on a daily basis you wake up, you think about wines, you know, open a bottle, tastings and all that. It plays a huge role to prepare preparing for the competition because when you go to the competition, they ask you about different wines from around the world. They set up a restaurant scenario, like an actual restaurant. They ask you about food pairings and all that. So being in the in the wine industry and being exposed to all of this, it actually helped a lot. And the fact that I always write examinations and I'm always studying all the time, it actually helped me. Because a month before the competition, I was doing um, Court of Masters and I passed my introductory certificate. And then the competition was two weeks away. So that examination actually helped me understand a lot. Amazing. But... Your work as a sommelier, um, you have to, it's all about taste and then you say also the knowledge, but it has to do with the taste. So you're tasting wine, you're comparing or, or, or um, pairing the wine with food. Is that right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so part of my examinations, um, especially the one I'm writing in March, so it's more like it's focused on theory mm-hmm. and then blind, blind tasting and then they service. So for blind tasting, I have to taste wines every day, you know, like classic red varieties. And I have to know, I have to identify a wine 
by just tasting it. So tasting plays a huge role, and yeah, you have to be a super taster. Is they can just pour you any white wine, and it's the same thing they do in competitions. They pour a glass, and then you have to describe the wine. You have to give a description, and then you have to tell where it comes from or what grape variety it is. So working in the in the restaurant setup, you taste wines all the time. Like sometimes I open like over 30 bottles of wine in one night mm-hmm. and I have to decant and taste them. So it actually helps a lot, you know, just keeping that memory, you know, tasting, remembering what a, a Sauvignon Blanc tastes like, what a Riesling, a Pinot Grigio or a Merlot or a Bordeaux blend. So it actually helps for examinations and then it actually helps for competitions. And it's what? not only... Oh, mm-hmm. No. And it's... No. And it's not only wines. Sometimes they can just pour you any spirit, be it a whiskey, a single malt, or be it a gin or vodka or a tequila. So you have to actually tell all beverages what they taste like. And yeah. Well, I was thinking while um while I was reading about you and the and the work that you are doing, and I was thinking it must be also um it must be. Uh, not everybody will be able to do this. This this must be something that you discovered that you have this sense of taste, that you have this talent of identifying this specific these taste. So when did you discover this talent? When was the interest in in doing this job? Um. So honestly, I didn't have any interest. So I used to play soccer. I used to be like. A professional athlete and then i so given what's happening in zimbabwe the economy and all that so i had to go to botswana and then i found myself here in south africa and then my uncle used to own a, a restaurant so i started working there had no experience or anything and then the restaurant closed in like after four months i'm sure and then i went to this restaurant called saint and then from there, I started working as a runner, you know. So it was it was actually amazing, like the food, everything, what's happening, you know. Given where I come from, I never I've never seen those things. It was my first time. It was like a huge experience. And then I didn't even know there was a job title of being a sommelier, someone who specializes in wine. It was my first time in 2018. So. So, I'm oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, the thing is, um, after that, the sommelier team came to me, and then when I the first time I tasted wine, it was this is me. It was ugly, and I told mm-hmm. myself I'll never, yeah, because I never drank before. It was my first time drinking alcohol, like mm-hmm. tasting wine as well. So. Now, the thing is, I kind of like grew because every time when I went to work, a client will ask me a question I couldn't answer. And then what the wine tastes like, um, where does it come from, who are the winemakers? So I hated the thing of, of not being able to answer questions. And then that's when I started, went to the bottle store, bought a few bottles, started tasting every day, every single day. 
So I even do it now. Like this morning, I've tasted like three different glasses of red wines just to make sure. So it became a habit, you know, just to taste every day, taste every day, taste every day. And by doing that, I kind of like grew and it became part of me. It's like a habit now. So just by smelling a glass of wine, I can tell you it's a Chardonnay. I can tell you where it comes from, how it's made, or like two grapes that I think it is, because it's something that I've been practicing and practicing and practicing for the past four years. So, Well, yeah. this fascinates me that you say you didn't have any background, and as, as a child, you didn't have any exposure to mm -hmm. this sort of life, um, you know, sort of mm -hmm. fine dining and, and uh, great wines and so on. So... How amazing mm -hmm. that you discovered that in your life. Yeah, it's, so I, I I kind of feel like it was destiny. You know, it's destiny actually. Because, yeah, it was, I was a sporting person. So I had to keep fit all the time and I didn't want to drink alcohol. So after getting a job as a junior sommelier, then I started drinking, drinking and tasting. And yes, yeah, so, when you when you started the first time, it's not an easy thing to do because I didn't understand wines. I thought it was something that's bitter and all that. But mm. yeah, now no. now people yeah now people they'll be like yeah you didn't drink before and yeah. now you drink like a lot. So, yeah, <laughs> so that's the thing. Yeah, but so do you also visit wineries and, and meet with winemakers? Do you also talk to people who actually make the wines? So another thing is last year for the competition of my examination, it was the first time going out of Johannesburg, going to Cape Town. You know, So for the past three years, I'd say I'd never went to the wine farms or anything. I only read about it from the books you know, watched it on documentaries and all that. So after visiting the wine farms, talking to winemakers, it, it made me understand wines more. And this year, I've been like planning on going everywhere around the world. It's like in March, I'm going to India and already I, people want to show me their wines that side. And then I'm going to UK and then yeah, so I hope I'll still travel around the world and learn because now my studies are getting hard and I believe I have to see those things at a site. Like if I have to go to Burgundy or go to Champagne or Spain just to visit those places and get more sense about how they make their wines and what happens around the vineyard. So yeah, last year was my first time actually going to a wine region, which is Stellenbosch, and I think I spent about a week, so, yeah. And did it make a difference to you when you when you were actually there to what you've just read, you know, or when you study to actually go there and see it, the process, or, or speak to the winemakers? Um, so, so my last visits, I didn't get the chance to go to different vineyards because I'll go for I'll go there for an examination or go there for a competition. So I've I've stayed at a few wineries and I've seen what's happening around and I've spoke to them, and it actually made sense, you know, and it actually answered lots of my questions, 
that I've heard about the South African wine industry, the region itself. But the tricky ones, the places that I want to go are Italy. That's like the hardest region I have to study. So I believe as a song, visiting those places actually helps a lot. And I'm looking forward to it. And another thing, it's actually hard going to different wine regions, unless if it's a scholarship, especially when you're coming from South Africa, because, yeah, I've seen um, Wine Scholar Guild, and then they always post their trips, you know, like a trip that you have to go to Ron Valley and, and you have to pay. So if you convert the money from South African runs to that car, it's actually a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's um, not always so easy to go then to these places. Yeah, it's not. So so that's that's the disadvantage we have as um, African sommeliers from South Africa because things are expensive out there. You know, given the, the economy of their side, things are expensive. So mostly you're going to find out, for example, this is what uh, I face. I had a tasting group with um, other students who are from America, and then we they listed wines and all that. So I couldn't buy all the wines because for them, they're cheaper. But for me, I'm the only one who's from South Africa. I had to pay a fortune for some of the bottles. And at the end, I had to like tell them, now nah, I can't do this. It's actually too expensive for me. So that's the disadvantage we have by working this side compared to other sommeliers around the world because they're more like exposed to everything and they have easy access to everything, be it education, you know, winery trips. But for us here, we have to save up for like months and months and months just to go for one trip. So uh, mm -hmm. so that's that's yeah, that's the that's the struggle being a song character. Yeah. But now, um, when you you say you you talk about the tasting of the wine, but you have to compare you you have to pair the wine with food, um, uh -huh. as well. So recommend. So yes. you recommend. Okay, this wine goes with this food. So what uh -huh. is? So do you also have a, a sense of taste for different foods? Does it does it have to be on both sides then? So you have to um, mm -hmm. to to identify. So specific foods yeah so so for example um what's important you also have to know classic dishes you know for example if someone says or for example put it this way if you go to to italy at a certain region there's a wine made for them with their classic dish then if you go to burgundy you know in a in a village there's a classic dish that pairs well with a certain wine. And then when it comes to pairing, there are wines that can accommodate certain dishes. For example, if you're having um, a game or you're having duck, I cannot recommend a Cabernet Sauvignon because it's super full-bodied. It will overpower the dish. So we have to make sure the wine goes well with the dish. The wine, the dish enhances the flavors of the wine as well. So pairing is actually a tricky thing to do, but I enjoy doing it. For example, if you're having um, a dessert, I can't give you a red wine. I have to give you a sweet wine that's going to be sweeter than the dessert itself. So yeah. 
pairing pairing actually plays a huge role in the restaurant as well because we want people to enjoy the dish at the same time and enjoy the wine so they can keep coming back. So that's another thing. So pairing is actually important. Yeah. So you recommend when you're in a restaurant, in a, a sommelier in a restaurant, so that you could recommend for people what wine they should order with this specific food that they ordered? Uh, so this is me. If someone wants to order some wine, the first thing I tell them is they should have a look at the menu. And then once they decide what they're going to eat, and then that's when I can recommend a bottle. That's when I can suggest a wine. Because I can't, I, I feel guilty if I sell wines before people see what they're going to eat. So I want them to have a rough idea of what they're going to eat. And then that's when I, I can step up with my wine knowledge and then do a pairing. At the end of the day, like I say, I want them to have that experience. You know, wherever they go, they're like, I had this wine with this dish. It was amazing. And then the next time they come back, they want to try different dishes with different wines. So, yeah, so that's me. That, I, yeah, I, this also, also in a restaurant, um, well, usually in a normal restaurant, people will also, the waiter will also always ask you first what you want to drink and then they ask your order but this is a very interesting idea that you that you first decide on what you want to eat and then you decide on what you want to drink yeah i want to drink yes so that's that's what i grew to understand like i can give someone a full-bodied red wine while you're still gonna have oysters it doesn't make sense yeah they can't have a, a cabernet sauvignon with oysters so i'd suggest an aperitif or maybe a cocktail so they can like start off with cocktails, something light, and then they decide on what they're going to eat, and then I can give them a good bottle. So. Yeah. Some people some people don't know that, and then they order wine before they order food. And then at the end of the day, they're not enjoying the meal and the wine. And this, this actually, I don't know, sometimes you see people, they realize they made a mistake, and then they start asking for blocks of ice, and then... <laughs> they throw them in the wine and then you know, yeah, it doesn't pair well. The wine is yeah. doesn't go well with the food. So that's me. That's my approach. Every time I go to help someone with wines, I always tell them, have a look at our menu and then tell me what you eat, what you've decided on having, and then I'll help you with wines. And then I'll suggest something that's really nice. I'm there to guide them on the wine list. I'm there, I'm there to show them what pairs well with the dishes. Yeah. Now, Timbani, um, you said you were a, you were a sportsman. You you played football. Uh, do you think mm -hmm. this um discipline that you have, um, for doing sport, that this discipline also helped you and and motivate you and get you because it's also not a a job where you know you have to work hard. You have to, um, like you say, you're tasting so many wines. You really have to study hard. Uh, do you think this helps being that coming from the sportsman side of it, that this helps you to be dedicated and motivated. Yes, so uh, so that's that's the first thing for me. So tasting wines is training, studying hard is training, and I have to work hard to be the best. So I, I also realized I was watching this um, documentary called Some. Most sommeliers in America were sports people. They used to play sports. So 
it's like competition. For me, it's like competition. I enjoy competing, you know, and I'm also a team player. So the discipline, the dedication, I sort of like transferred it from being a sports person to being a sommelier. So the same training methods, the the same goals that I used to have different goals back then. I transferred all my goals, realigned them, and then now I just want to be a master sommelier and then I want to win competitions as well, be the best in the world. So it's something that I do every day. I have to train every day. I have to train every day. I have to study every day. And yeah, so I don't, I'm not, I'm not that person who's like, I give up easily. No, I don't give up easily. If something is hard, I always find a way to overcome it. And, and I'm actually ambitious. So being a sports person actually helped me a lot. So yeah. Amazing, yeah. That's so interesting that you say that, that you that the goals um just they different goals, but you still motivated and you still mm-hmm. um you know so competitive. But mm-hmm. I see also on Instagram you're a gamer. Yes, no, oh my <laughs> so you know, you know, I can't I can't I can't study every day or day. At some point I have to take my mind off wines and all that. But when I'm playing games, there's always a glass of wine or a bottle that I'm drinking. So, oh, okay. you know, it's, uh, <laughs> no, so because... yeah, game, games have been part of my life since, like, childhood. Like, so I can't just give up easily now. So, yeah, yeah. I play well, games I... every day. And, yeah. No, my son sent me an article <laughs> the other day. He's also a gamer, and he sent me an uh-huh. article to... to um, Prove that gaming is actually good for you because it it gives you it is. yeah you set goals you achieve them and and all that sort of thing so gaming now it's important it's a it, it like it makes me you know not overthink stuff too much you know just being in a different world you know having fun at the same time yeah. And then, like I say, there's 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 time to play, and then there's time to work, and yeah, there's time for different things. You know, you have to be free. So being a SOM or studying, it doesn't mean it's a prison. I have to do it twenty four hours a day. But yeah. uh, I also need some time off. You know, just to regenerate, recharge, and then yeah. go back to studying, knowing now I can do it. Yeah. Well, Tambani, you can now, you can start a new um a, a craze, and you can um recommend the right yeah. wine for the right game. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, uh. But, uh, this is so interesting to talk to you. This is such a interesting. Um, I must say, I didn't know much about this job, and but it's so interesting to hear you speak, and I'm also so fascinated that you come from, uh, you know, a, um, a life where you didn't have that, and you could, you could, um, uh, get into this this career and and this wine tasting and and identifying these different wines. But now, what uh-huh. is your what? is your wish for the future what would you like to achieve still um so in the future my end game is becoming a a court of masters master some idea 
And I want to educate people. I want to teach. So if I become that, I want to give back all the knowledge, the information I've acquired over the past years. So sharing is caring. So I want to open up a school or open up a restaurant, you know, share my knowledge with wines, have the best wines. So right now I'm actually focused on passing all my examinations. And yeah, last year I wrote about eight examinations. I passed mm-hmm. seven of them. And I'm waiting for my result for the eighth one. And then this year it's the same thing. I have to keep acquiring all the knowledge. But at the end, I want to see myself as the best. I want to pass the hardest examination in the world. There's only 269 people who are master psalms. So that that would be a huge achievement for me. That would be actually amazing because all this hard work, um, it has to pay off at some day. But what's important is sharing, teaching other people, making it easier for them to get where I want to be in life. So, yeah. And I also think this is wonderful that you say that. I also think that if people are more educated when drinking wine, it would be mm-hmm. also good for the industry and it would also prevent people from just drinking because of drinking, you know, that they really enjoy the wine and that they know something about what they are drinking. So that's yeah, a great, what they are drinking. Yeah. yeah. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. no, carry on. No. Uh, I was saying, I was saying most people, whenever they drink wine, they don't understand the flavors, what you get and all that. Unless if you tell them, explain how it's made, what they should expect from the wine. And they find it more enjoyable. Like if you tell them, now yeah, this one is going to give you red fruits or red cherries, black fruits and all that. And yeah, so people need to be educated about the wines they're having and it makes it easier for them to adapt to drinking wine. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. Mm-hmm. But uh, Timbani, it was so lovely to talk to you and I wish you mm-hmm. all the best for the future, all the best for all your exams you are doing. You're such an inspiration okay, for working so hard <laughs> and um, being so dedicated to what you do. And, um, and I hope that there would be some scholarship for you or some possibility that you can come to Europe and maybe experience here also um, some wines and and, uh, meet some winemakers. That would be so great for you. Yes, yes, yes. There has been scholarships, but not yet. I'm just going to, yeah. I'll see you next year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I only need to pass my examinations and then maybe relocate so yeah yeah and yeah then it becomes easier for me well all the best with that and i hope um i hope all your wishes and dreams come true okay thank you thank you Tim thank you thank you, thank you. Bye. cheers bye-bye